For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, as always, joined with my good friend, Cody Frankel. I am burnt as shit. I'm really uncomfortable. I'm not very happy right now. I just got back from Miami uh, earlier this morning after a fun weekend, but um, I'm surprised, Cody, you didn't trip me off the bat. I thought you'd hop on here and just give me shit, but you haven't really said anything. So uh, I'm going to give you your chance right now. What's going on? How was your weekend? And uh, what's your overall vibe? You look like a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It hurts to smile. Like my lips hurt. I actually need Aquaphor right now. Everything hurts right now. You need me to Venmo you some money to buy sunscreen? No, nah, vibe's good, man. Had a nice weekend. Went out with the boys last night. We uh, had some Chinese tuxedo. I've actually never been there. It what's was that? pretty good. Chinese tuxedo? Oh, dude. I heard of that. You're not that cool, but maybe what one day you'll get there. Tell um, me what it is. It's like a really like cool, chic, like Chinese restaurant that's like mm-hmm. impossible to get into in uh like soho area yeah it's sick and then you know went out after had a couple brewskis <laughs> very good time i don't even know I, what did i even do friday i don't even know but um you know i obviously watched the rangers that wasn't fun but uh yeah no vibes good man you look like you got burnt as shit i saw mm-hmm. You were doing some weird stuff this weekend. And, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, you forgot to use your sunscreen. No, I went to a, a big wild concert, and I thought you would know them because I feel like that's the kind of music you like. I never, I never really heard of them. I don't know what kind of what kind of. Music you know the song Sixes to Nines? No. You turn my sixes to nines. I can't. Even, I lost my voice, but like I can't do the. Uh, 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 yeah, you know, you know that song. Boom. Boom. Yeah, so it's a, it was a lot of music like that. I, like, that I have no oh. idea what it is. Well, that was like on <laughs> that was on tune. Honestly, that was pretty good. I, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was cool outdoor venue and like honestly, my my roommate and uh, you know one of my best friends, Holden, made a really good point. And uh-huh. there's honestly like no better adrenaline rush than when you're mm-hmm. at a concert and it's like one of your favorite songs, and you're just like in that moment, like jumping up and down, like. Are you like, saying that's one of your favorite songs? No, but I'm going to the Bruce Springsteen concert on Sunday at UBS Arena, and I just know as soon as he plays like Badlands or uh, you know Atlantic City or, yeah. or one of those songs, like I'll be in that majestic kind of feeling. Yeah, no, it makes sense. You're seeing him in your favorite stadium. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's dope. Uh, I'm actually going to UBS back to back weekends. Makes again makes sense. Well, for um, the NYPD FDMY game, nice. Which which we can hint that we're. Talking to a player on each team yeah, next yeah. week in next week's episode. Yeah, it's great, cool. great episode. Really good time. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never actually heard of them. Funny enough, but uh, interesting. Like, why, why that concert? Any, any particular reason? Or you just got, you guys just wanted to see a concert in Miami? And was it at a club? 
Like what? No, it was at Oasis, like an outdoor okay venue. I it was in Winwood. I've never been there, but it was really yeah. Winwood cool. sick. Winwood sick. Um, what did you do the other night? So we went to dinner Friday night, then went out to this club called Socialista, and dude, like it was fun. But Where'd Miami you dinner, uh, Blue Ribbon Sushi it was really good. Okay. It was, so I went to Miami for my best friend's birthday. His parents have a place there, and he invited like six of us to come out, hang out, go to the beach, go on a boat. You One know. of your eighteen best friends. Yeah, just nice. typical typical Miami stuff. And then like his girlfriend ordered the wigs. Like we always love wearing wigs, and we just decided to wear them to the concert. And uh, definitely got a lot of looks, but it was fun. Like you know, never a bad time when you throw in a wig. Uh, I did get a lot of shit for it on Twitter though, and people were being mean in my comments, and you defended yeah, me. So thank yeah. you for doing that. I, uh, I me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of fucking tool bags. Yeah, um, ignore that but, though. Yeah, no, it's 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 all right. Um, but no, that's that's awesome, man. Let's get into. We got you know a jam packed episode. Mm. Rangers had a pretty inconsistent week. All in all, they played pretty good hockey. They just lost two games uh, to the Devils. And I don't know. You think they I played think, good against the Devils? I wouldn't I, say they played good against the Devils. I think they played like I, I mean I listen, I think do I think they got outplayed and do I think they had a horrible first period where they mm-hmm. went down to nothing? Absolutely. But I think like once Kreider scored, well, I guess did he score he scored in the third? He scored in, in the, the second, uh, second, I believe. Second yeah, with like six minutes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once he scored, I think they kind of like had a pep in their step and they just couldn't get it done. I mean, they almost, Tarasenko almost scored in the last like 10 seconds of the game. That was crazy. Oh, that was so by, close. He missed by a fucking inch. But um, the Devils are a good team, man, and yeah. a really good team. And if we want to beat them, because more likely than not, Carolina is going to continue their trend and we're going to end up playing the devils. And you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. It's not going to be like a four Oh, even five games. Like it's going to be a battle. Um, you know, and if we want to come out on top, we need to figure our shit out. Cause quite frankly, they've owned us this year. I think mm-hmm. we're, what are we one and four against them? I mean, one, one and three, but there's, we, we've won one game in overtime. We've lost a game in overtime and then we lost two in regulation. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's not the best story going into a, a series against them, but um, I, I still am very confident where our team is. It's a joke how much more talented our team is than theirs, so I just think we need to get it together. Uh, you know, we, we need production from our big boys, and that's, you know, Tarasenko, Kane, the guys we acquired. Like, they've been a little quiet lately in, in the past few games, but – um, you know, fast forwarding to obviously today's game against the Capitals that, you know, we're recording this on Sunday. Kane played on Kane paid incredible. Like he played in, I can't even fucking speak. Yeah. What was uh, that? But I, also, I was, are you hearing this fucking ice cream truck outside my apartment or no? No, I don't hear a thing. Okay. Yeah, Super you just loud. hear that. Yeah. It's so loud. Um, I, I just want to make sure you can hear it. No, I, I, I can't hear it, but, uh, no, Kane played really, really well today. That, that pass was sick. Uh, the to power Mika. play pass to Mika was, mm-hmm. was sick. Uh, he dominated that power play. You know, I know I skipped over that Sabres game. The reason I did that is because I actually didn't watch that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought they played really, really good today against the Caps. And, you know, I know the Caps isn't the team they used to be, but they're still a decent team. And, and we dominated them from start to finish today. The kid line was buzzing. They looked unbelievable. This might have been the best game I've seen them play all year. They were on top of their 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 game, like in every aspect, Keandre had an amazing game. Uh, Lafreniere's move was sick, dude. Mm-hmm. That move was disgusting, and that is the type of talent that everybody's looking for Lafreniere, uh, you know, to show. Which is why we need to sign him before he gets offer sheeted. Yeah, we kind of skipped over heel signing too. We yeah, haven't we'll, we'll, we haven't we'll talked in a while. I feel like 
Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. So yeah, I thought they looked really good, and and obviously Heedle just got extended for four years at four three, which is a beautiful contract because a lot of people thought that he was going to be somewhere closer to five. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives us an extra, you know, point six, point seven to lock up Keandre, lock up Lafreniere. That's that's pretty pretty big for us. I thought that came as a big surprise, though. I kind of expected Heedle to be the last one that was going to sign because totally, think, yeah, totally. I think out of the three of them, he was was the one that deserved the most money, I think, right now with how he's played. So I thought out of the three of them, like he would be the one that negotiates a little bit more. But I think it's great that the Rangers, you know, solidified their Yeah, some guys just want to get signed, man. Well, also, I mean, it's it's pretty good to solidify your top three center position for the next couple of years, right? Like now Mika, Trochek, and Heedle are locked in. So that's that's huge to have those guys down the middle. But uh, I have a feeling like, you know, Keandre is going to demand a lot. Dude, he's going to ask for five, and he's – I mean, it's like pretty – here's the thing, man. Keandre, when he plays well, dude, he's he's, he's worth well beyond $5 million. Mm -hmm. But when he has bad games, and he does have bad games, like, you know, every couple games, whatever, like, it's really bad. So finding that consistency is super important. Obviously, he's a kid. He's having a great year this season i mean he has over 40 points which is insane i mean it's you know it's his third year in the league if he asks for five like you can't be mad at it it's it's warranted like i if i had to make a prediction right now on what he's gonna get i'm gonna say he's gonna they're gonna lock him in at at four years as well and 4.8 per that's Mm -hmm. that's my guess i think that's kind of their only option right like they're gonna try to re-sign tarasenko and kane i imagine too it's gonna be it's gonna be really complicated not Kane. Not, with what money? And well, and I, think I don't he's gonna know want to stay. who wouldn't want to stay with with this squad on your team. But you know, there's only so much to go around. And if you're asking me if you know Keandre and Loff are are a bigger priority than than Kane and Tarasenko, like for the future, they they are for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think those are your first two dominoes. You need to fall now, and you need to get those guys in sooner than later because. If they offer Keandre five million, right? Let's say he's the next to go, and they lock him up for I don't know five. Let's just say let's call it even five million four years, right? That's twenty mil, mm-hmm. and they have I don't know three point seven left to sign Lafreniere, like with whatever else they want to do, like whatever their budget is, dude. What's to stop a team from just saying, hey, we know your potential kid, like we'll give you four. Rangers yeah. can't match it, or they yeah. can match it, and then they're fucked. So it's like you know they're they're I don't think they're gonna get off. Without some uh, without some sweat going, but we'll see. I want to talk more about the games too. This past week, I think mm-hmm. everyone notices the the starts right now and just coming out of the gate a little bit flat. Like they came out of the gate against the Devils and they looked horrible. They were on their heels the entire first period, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you know, they go down two nothing. Tough to come back from against a really good Devils team. But if you watch the Devils play, like just the the pace of their game is so hard to match, and that's not necessarily a, a regular season versus playoff kind of thing, right? Like it's not like the Devils are going to slow down in the playoffs. So I think matching that speed is something that the Rangers might really struggle with where, you know, Carolina, they're a pretty fast team too, but I don't think they're as skilled as the Devils are up front. So, you know, that's why I think, you know, I said it a month ago that I'm, I'm scared of the Devils and I want the Rangers to play Carolina in the first round. And I don't think the Rangers right now can get first place. They're four, four points back of Carolina with five games left. I mean, it's mm-hmm. possible, but it's not necessarily, you know, so likely to happen. So, uh, like I said, I'm at the point where I'm rooting for the Devils to win the Metro. I want Carolina in the first round. The Rangers probably won't get for, uh, home ice, but man, I, I want no part of that Devils team in the first round. None of it. And yeah. and there's people I think who still like disagree. But when you watch the games, like it's just the the speed is just 
you know, it's pretty evident that the Rangers not only can't keep up, which they, they should be able to keep up, and maybe it was just a bad game, but the way the Devils play offensively is just a very difficult team to defend. They're so small and shifty and skilled that you have to play physical against them. I mean, we saw Panarin throw a couple of hits. We saw Tarasenko throw a couple of hits, but, you know, it wasn't throughout the entire game. It was when they were down to nothing, just trying to get their intensity up a little bit. You have to throw the body on the guys like Jack Hughes, Jesper Brad, Nico Heischer, and you got to intimidate them a little bit because whenever skill guys feel like they're getting hit, you know, they are a little bit hesitant to make a play or they pick their head up quicker whenever they have the puck. It's just, you know, little things like that you have to do uh, to beat those teams that are that are small and skilled like the Devils. Um, yeah. And it was similar to Buffalo on Friday night. I thought, like, you know, I don't think Buffalo played as good as New Jersey did, but, you know, the Rangers clearly just didn't have that extra step uh, for whatever reason. Um, you know, it's obviously a back-to-back, so maybe that's the reason why. But for some reason, they found it today against Washington. And, you know, to your point, Cody, they started the kid line, which maybe gave him some jump off the opening faceoff. But I, I think, you know, we've talked about it on, on this show all the time. Like, when the kid line is going, you know, this team just seems to have that extra pump in their step that they need. No, you're, you're, you're right there. And, you know, the kid line's been unbelievable um, these past few games. And it's really nice to see because, obviously, they, they had a stretch where they weren't playing well at all. So, um, you know, that's, that's good to see for sure. And then, uh, to, to transition a little bit, I, I wanted to get into, you know, you mentioned the devils, you mentioned Carolina at this point, it's pretty safe to say we're playing one of those two teams. Um, you know, and, and a couple X factors, I, I think that each of those teams have is, you know, outside of Jack Hughes, right. The devils, like you said, they have some sneaky, sneaky depth and that's, that's scary. Like they're a very, very fast team. And uh, you know, he has been been great. I think he I think they have dude, I think they have like four guys over sixty-five points or something crazy like that. I mean, you know, Brat, uh I think Dougie a Dougie I just saw had his twentieth goal, right? So they Jack have, dude, Hughes has eighty nine, he's got forty goals, forty nine assists. Nico Heesher has seventy two points, he has thirty goals. Dougie two. Hamilton has twenty goals, seventy one assist or seventy one points. Wow. And Jesper Brad has sixty seven points, thirty one goals. Dude, yeah. I mean, they have they have depth, man. And then they got guys like fucking Mercer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Severson and and a bunch of other guys too. So they're dude, they have they have depth. So they definitely scare me more than Carolina does. Not to say, you know, not to say the Hurricanes don't have good players. Obviously, they have Aho who, you know, he's he's their best player, but um, you know, they have a, they have a bunch of other guys too. I think Ajo is actually not their top. He's not. It's it's Martin Natchez right now. Natchez, yeah. Money this year, but they also they lost yeah. Feshnikov for the season, so that's a big loss for them. Pacioretty yeah. obviously is still hurt. I don't know when yeah. he's going to be back, yeah. but uh, you know their point production is nowhere near the Devils. Yeah. Natchez leads their team in points, but he has sixty eight points this year. Ajo has sixty four. Then Brent Burns has fifty six, and then there's a huge drop off. It's Feshnikov, but he doesn't matter because he's hurt. Uh-huh. After him, it's uh, Jesperi Kakanyemi with 36 points. Like, this team yeah. does not have the offensive yeah, ability of the Devils. I mean, the difference there is is the Hurricanes goaltending's better. Like, that's yeah. that's the difference, um, you know, and that's everything in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. uh, I I kind of agree with you. I would, I would feel – here's the thing. I would feel better playing the Hurricanes, but I still wouldn't feel great. I would rather play a lot of other teams than the Hurricanes or Devils, uh, to be quite honest. And it's, you know, it's kind of crazy that whoever, you know, we get matched up with, we're playing one of the three, you know, point producing teams in, in the league in terms of uh, standings and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting ride to the rest of the season. And, uh, you know, we got five games left here. So obviously we got to finish out strong and, and just need some of our guys to produce a little more. 
Yeah, and these five games won't be necessarily easy. I mean, we play the Lightning, the Blues, the Jackets, the Sabres, the Leafs. I know those games against the Blues and Jackets are ones you look on the schedule and it's like, okay, those are, you know, pretty much should be wins because those teams aren't really playing for much right now. The Lightning clinched the playoffs. They're playing Toronto. They know exactly what their matchup is. Buffalo is still not out of it. That Buffalo game is going to be huge because the Sabres right now are four points back of Florida with two games in hand. They can still make the playoffs. So that's a huge game for Buffalo. And we saw Devon Levi, uh, you know, have a pretty good performance in his NHL debut. And I actually, you know, I tweeted it. I thought it was awesome that Jeff Skinner scored that goal and went right to him on uh, overtime to celebrate with him in his first game. But Buffalo, man, like, you know, that game is going to be tough. Toronto, that game is going to be tough because they want to ramp up for their first round against Tampa. Uh, these five games aren't easy. And, you know, I, I think it is tough as a player sometimes when you know you clinched and you know somewhat where you fit in the standings where you're going to play the first round. It's hard to just get up for those games, like knowing the lights at the end of the tunnel. But I think the Rangers just have to do whatever they can to get their game to where it is and where it needs to be uh, for them to go forward and playoffs and be at the best of their ability. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I agree with all that. And, and it's going to be it's going to be a whirlwind finish to the season. Um, but I think that's like really all I got. Do you want to yeah. dive into some fan questions? Yeah, but before that, I think we should talk about one of our sponsors. Yes, Allbirds. Allbirds has pretty much everything you need uh, in terms of clothes, shoes, socks. I guess socks are kind of part of your clothes. Their, their stuff is incredibly comfortable. Top-notch gear, whether it's for working out, going on walks, just casually chilling on the couch, watching some TV. Pretty much have everything you need. Uh, their wool runners are amazing. Uh, those are like their pretty much their bread and butter shoes, and they're just so comfortable. They're they're literally like walking on clouds. Um, you know, I I use them everywhere. And and, and the great part with their uh, their wool runners is they're completely odorless, so they don't stink. They won't mm-hmm. stink up, especially if you got smelly feet. So you don't need to wear socks. So that's uh, you know that's pretty great. And uh, if you order a pair of the wool wool runners or spend over $99, you can get a pair of free socks with our code. That's blue crew dash socks, all caps. So blue crew dash socks, all caps with a pair of any, any pair of their shoes or, you know, spending over $99, you'll get a free pair of socks. And, you know, that could be mid calves, uh, workout socks, a pair of their like wool socks that are great for the winter. Um, so, you know, definitely check them out. That's Allbirds, A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Back to the show. All right, let's go into some fan questions. We have a pretty interesting one from a new question asker, and that's Leah D. Wolf. How did y'all become Ranger fans? Cody, you want to start? I'll let you kick that one off. So, well, Leah wants to chime in, it sounds like. But, yeah, seriously. Uh, I became a Ranger fan when I was like six. I think I was an Islander fan up until that point. My dad rooted for the Islanders throughout his entire childhood. He was in high school for all four years that the Islanders won the Stanley Cup. So the Islanders were kind of near and dear to his heart. And he grew up in Long Island. So, um, you know, I was kind of not necessarily raised to be an Islander fan because my dad's favorite sport wasn't hockey. But my older cousin, Jason, who's been on the show before, Jason Bisnoff, shout out to him. He was a huge Rangers fan and he got me into the Rangers. And mm-hmm. uh, we actually went to my first game together is me, my dad, Jason, and my aunt, Amy. She took us to see the Rangers versus the Washington Capitals when Yarmir Yager was in the Capitals. And I actually remember that game. It ended in a 2-2 tie. Eric Lindros was on the Rangers. He scored a goal for them that day. Went to the ESPN zone before the game. Like, great day. Old school New York City. Uh, I think it was like back in 2002. Um, and I just watched the Rangers play. Like, I loved Mark Messier. He was my hero growing up. And uh, I kind of just fell in love with Madison Square Garden, fell in love with the Rangers. You know, I wasn't like born into being a Ranger fan. My cousin just 
you know, kind of convinced me at a young age. And, and ever since I was six or seven years old, I was, you know, diehard Ranger fan. What about you? Nice. It was a cold winter night <laughs> in the year 1999 in Mystery, Alaska. Russell Crowe took the ice as Johnny. Is that how you became a fan from that no, movie? No, 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 I'm oh. just listening to you. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, uh, I became a fan, you know, pretty much followed suit with my dad. Uh, he started taking me to games when I was very little. Uh, I think I was maybe five when I went to my first game. And, you know, I saw obviously Leach and, and all the boys I saw. I, I got to see the tail. I got to see Graves and, you know, some of those legends. Um, and just immediately fell in love with the sport uh you know i started picking up skates and and you know my stick and everything when i was around seven so started pretty young as well um and yeah i mean just just fell in love with the game from the jump and funny enough uh you know for me I, I, as you all know i'm a huge yankees fan but um you know i al always used to be way more of a yankee fan than a rangers fan and uh the last like 10 years or so it's just really evened out and i just love the rangers and do you mm -hmm. hear that ambulance? It's a great time. Yeah, I do. It's okay. A lot of noise today in New York City uh, for both of us here. Um, but no, that's that's cool. I I thought I still think you're a bigger Yankees fan than you are a Rangers fan. You know, it's really close. Like it, it's mm -hmm. it's honestly it's honestly really hard for me to choose. Um, I would say it's like a ten to a nine point nine, and given on how each team is doing, that's who the ten is. So it's like, well, okay. Let's say this though. Let's say obviously yeah. it's an impossible question to answer because it's different times, but let's say the Rangers and Yankees are on game seven at the same time. Which game are you watching? Even, game even seven. if it's the first round, first round game seven of the world series or world Cup or Stanley cup or first, just first round. Oh, first round. <sighs> um, or which one would you rather be at? Would I rather be at? Yeah. That, oh, those could be two different answers that, though. That's, that's tough because <sighs> that's so tough. Like Yankee stadiums, normal season. I'd rather be at a hockey game. Like, I've so, never been to a playoff baseball game, so dude, I have no it's, idea. See, it's so tough because I've been to game. I've never been to a game seven at Yankee Stadium, so I've only been to game sixes. But I've been. Mm -hmm. I was at the Panarin winner, and that was just like that was yeah. one of the best days of my life. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. It's so all right. So this is what I'll say. Round one, probably the Yankees. But if it was Stanley Cup and World Series, Rangers. So if it why was why is it different though? Because the Rangers haven't been in the Stanley Cup in my lifetime. I okay. grew up watching the Yankees win championships as a kid and went to a couple World Series games. And mm -hmm. also my love like over the last 10 years for hockey has significantly increased. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say like right around the time I, I started college, I would say I really like I was always a Rangers fan, but I would say around the time I started college, like, you know, with all my friends and whatever, I just started loving hockey like way more and got so so into it and yeah i mean it dude it's so tough like it, what i tell jackie is whoever wins the next championship for me first that'll be my number one team yeah. so and the other one will be the 9.9 .9. so but but they're yeah. both so close they're like realms ahead of everybody else and like you know if i ever had to only pick two sports like those are the two i'm going with yeah no nah, that's fair good answer all right let's go to the next one from brian hall 73 do you think the rangers haven't been trying since clinching the playoffs it's not no. a lack of trying. It, yeah. it could be a lack of lazy, focus. A little um, lazy focus. Yeah, yeah, and just like foot off the gas a little bit knowing that you're in the playoffs. But I, I wouldn't say it's a lack of trying. You know, I think there's still a lot to play for. And, you know, obviously that Devils game was huge because they were still playing for home ice. They still are playing for home ice. They're only four points back behind the Devils. The Devils can easily lose two games in a row, and the Rangers are right back in it if they can win some games. So uh, I don't think they're not trying. You know, I think there definitely is a little less hunger and a little less urgency now that they have clinched. 
Anthony Governale, 19. Do you think we can get hot in time for the playoffs? Tough schedule coming up. We just talked about the schedule coming up. Um, do you want to talk about that? Or, I mean, take yeah. It? yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. So I think like I've been saying this for weeks now that we need to get hot going into the playoffs. I think we were really hot the past 12 games minus the Devils and, and Buffalo game. Um, and even the Buffalo game, like we played pretty well. We just didn't win. I, I think I think they're doing the right things. That Today was a great step, kicking the shit out of Washington. That was a, a huge step. Uh, I think these last five games, as Johnny said, are, are by no means easy outside of maybe that Blue Jackets game. I think they have one more against the Jackets. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if they can get hot and win like four out of five or even three out of five and go to OT in one or two of those, like I feel pretty good going into that first first series. Getting hot right now is important, but also making sure everyone's healthy is just as important. Like, you know, I don't know if we're going to see lingering come back in these next five games. I imagine like Fox will get a game off. I imagine, you know, Panarin will get a game off. Kane will get a game off or, you know, these guys, uh, you know, last two or three games, they will have some sort of rest. That's just kind of how it goes. You want your guys to be refreshed and ready to go once the playoffs do happen. So getting hot, I I don't know if that's really going to happen, but, I guess playing consistently is, is more important. Um, you know, if they don't have like a, you know, if they lose like four one or three, nothing in Columbus or something like that would suck. But, you know, I don't think a loss to Columbus is the worst thing in the world. I just think like they have to show up at least, you know, uh, it's all about showing up and, and competing. Uh, I think that's the important thing in these five games is seeing that compete level from the Rangers and getting hot will happen. But sure. the compete level has to be the consistency right there. Next one from Eric Weinberger. Should we be concerned? No, um, not at all. Yeah. I don't think I don't think so at all. I think, uh, you know, the thing, the prime and major thing we want to look out for over these next five games is look out for our big guys to start getting hot. Um, the one area where I am a little concerned on, and I said this to Johnny before the show as well, is like our power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're way too heavily relying on Mika. Like Kreider's just been a non-factor this year. Obviously, Mika's one-timer is insane, and uh, it's really nice having Kane on there to you know make some razzle dazzle plays and stuff. But like, and and I know he did shoot today, and he hit the crossbar, and it was really nice, was shot. nice shot. Yeah, it was yeah. a really nice shot. But we we just got we got to have more guys score and like shoot more and like get after it, um, because you know if we're relying on Mika in the power play and they shut him down, we're we're kind of fucked. I That's wouldn't say point. I wouldn't say Kreider's been such a non-factor though on the power play. I mean, dude, he definitely not, not like last year. I mean, well, last year, well, well, here's the thing, yeah. man. He hasn't been automatic, and he's even even before last year, he's always been pretty automatic on the power play. And this is yeah. the, this is like the first year in in you know two, three, four years where he's just he's been okay. I mean, I wouldn't say he's been great. I would say he's been fine. But mm-hmm. you know, we need better than that when we only have one shooter. Like he's supposed to be the other shooter on the power play, so we need him to score. You know. Yeah, and I and I do think they will figure it out. Like I've said, you know, the last couple episodes, like this power play unit has too much skill for them to not figure it out. I mean, you look at these power play units right now, and the one we saw today that scored a goal, you know, Patrick Kane, Chris Kreider, Temi Panarin, Mika Sabanajad, Adam Fox. Like everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
you know, those are yeah. five pretty fucking good players. And our second unit isn't too bad either. We saw Keandre get some power play time today. But I think you can also, you know, intermingle and, and shift around some guys. Like, I still want to see Tarasenko on that first unit. Yeah. I think Tarasenko is our, you know, outside of Mika, our biggest shooting threat. Like, he's a sniper, just like Mika is. So, yeah. you know, I think if you have both of them on the same unit, it just makes that unit that much scarier. And you have to respect Mika's one-timer, but you also have to respect Tarasenko's shot from the slot. So, you know, I, I don't mind taking Kreider off of that first unit and throwing in Tarasenko. Kreider obviously has been a staple on that first unit for the last, you know, like seven plus years, but this team right now has too much skill to not figure it out in the power play. And I'll keep preaching that because I truly believe at some point it's going to be clear. I mean, they, they still have good puck possession. They still get chances. They're not finishing consistently, but you know, the opportunities are there. And, and I know they've let up a couple of shorthanded opportunities as well. Uh, just out of like, you know, a little bit of laziness or extra passing. But like I said, this team has too much skill for them to not figure it out in the power play. Let's go into the next one. Another concern question. Sorkin Matthew, how concerned are you with the power play? So we just answered that one, basically. So we're just going to skip over this one. Sorry, uh, Matthew. But um, yeah, we just answered that one. Let's go into the next one from James Chrysler. Which New Jersey Devil does Trubus... Oh, typo there. Does Trubus smoke early in game one to set the tone for the series? I think he's going to smoke a couple of people. Um, (laughs) You know, I I think he's definitely going to need to start the start and set the tone early i think it's really important um going into a series like that you know tempers are gonna flare i could see him going after a guy like dawson mercer Mm -hmm. any reason i just no i mean i think you know i think dawson mercer kind of you know he's he's a young kid he's super super talented he's having a breakout year and um you know he's he's usually not like afraid to like shy away from Mm -hmm. from trying to bully people a little bit and i i could just see him and Truba is kind of stars aligning there a little bit. Yeah, I think it's going to be like Miles Wood. Miles Wood's kind of their their guy that's uh, you know, not afraid to rough it up either. Uh, yeah. he's a guy who runs around and takes shots too. So, I think he's got to set the tone for Miles Wood. You know, another guy too that likes to get physical from time to time, I'd say for the Devils. Uh, could be Nico Heischer, their captain, like we've seen him rough yeah. it up a little bit this season. So, I think the captain on captain uh, rivalry could be a thing this year. Also, um, dude, we're so dumb, what? I just realized. We what? literally were talking about the Devils and forgot to fu- forgot they have fucking Timo Meyer. Just yeah. scored against us, dude. Yeah, power play goal. It was a nice pass. I mean, um, he's having a pretty sick year. He has 37 goals. Yeah, but he hasn't been like that sick for the Devils. He's been good, but not like I mean, he has six goals in 15 games. He has nine points. He's he's pretty much Kane, even Kane's with been better for the Rangers. No, no, he's not. Yeah, points wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so, dude. I think he was like I think he was like the same thing, bro. No, I'll tell you Kane's stats right now. Kane, I'll tell you his stats, bro. He's 21 goals, 34 assists, and he's five goals, four assists. In- five goals, five. So it's one yeah, because he had one, too. So, yeah, so 16 and 10 and, you know. All right, so basically the same thing. Basically right. the same thing. Yeah. So I don't think Truba, back to the original question, I don't think Truba is going to target, like, one specific guy, but he's definitely going to set the tone for the series. Like, no matter – it, it's just the first person that comes across the middle with their head down. He's going to make heads roll for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the next one from Rami Lavi. Why are we shuffling lines this close to the playoffs? Should they try to get consistency? Obviously, they should try to get consistency, but yeah. shuffling lines is just a part of figuring that out. And, you know, in the playoffs, there's going to be games where they can't find a way to score, and you're going to have to shuffle lines in those games too just to get the offense going. But I really do think that this line right now, this second line they have going of Trocek, Panarin, and Tarasenko, they've looked really good in the last, you know, four periods. Uh, yep. Tarasenko obviously scored that beautiful goal today. Trocek, another great assist to Keandre Miller, going that uh, 
making that between the legs move. You know, I, I do like that combination on that second line. And I think it's better to have Kane and Panarin separated. I think that was a thing that was uh, focused on a little bit too much when we got Patrick Kane was that, you know, Panarin and Kane had this uh, unbreakable chemistry from Chicago, but it hasn't formed in New York. So I think it's good to have the balance throughout the lineup. And uh, yeah, I think the, the top six right now is like great. And obviously that third line uh, is pretty much intact. Yeah, I still really want to see Panarin, Mika, Kane at some point. Um, maybe we will if if stuff gets crazy in the playoffs and we're down or, or something and they need to switch it. But I think GG knows what he's doing. I, I hope. Time will tell. Time will mm-hmm. tell. And then the last question this week. I don't even want, know if I want to say this. Chris is neck deep. How confident are we get about getting back to the Eastern Conference Finals? Neck deep in cookies? I don't know. I it's gonna be it's not here, here's the thing. If if we get past the first round, if we can beat the Devils or we can beat the Hurricanes, I, I feel pretty good. Um I think they'll you know they'll find their groove and, and really get rolling. Um it's to me it's all about getting out of the first round. I personally think if they get get if they get out of the first round, they're winning the cup. That's that's truly what I think, you know, they'll have a battle, whatever it is and, and roll and won't look back. Um, so to me, getting out of that first round is the biggest test. I think I was weirdly like more confident last year than I am this year. Which oh my is God. I can't keep crazy. Up, no, but it's yeah. not because of the team. Like the Rangers are obviously a better team this year than they were last year. But I think the Eastern conference as a whole is just so much scarier than it was well, last yeah, year. They traded for everybody. Bro. I know that's, but that's why I'm saying that's why like, you know, the I remember this time last year, you you and I, Cody, were not scared of the Penguins in round one at all. I'm still not scared of the Penguins. No, but here we are, like, you know, we're a little worried about the Devils. You know, like the Penguins, yeah. we weren't even, like, considering a chance the Rangers were going to lose that series, even when they were down three to one, you know? So well, I you think, want to, yeah. What? No, 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 go ahead and then I'll say something. No, so I, I think just the opponents this year are a little bit scarier than they were last year. Like, we weren't scared of Carolina either in round two. Uh, you know, after winning that that first round series, I know we were scared of Carolina going into the playoffs, but after winning the Penguin series, it was like, all right, we can take this team down, no no problem. But I think this year, for whatever reason, it's just like this Eastern Conference is is definitely scarier than it was last year. But this team also, you know, they're much better than they were last year. Like I said, so I am confident they can get there. But like, I had a weird blind confidence last year, I think, mm-hmm. and and I don't know where that is this year. I'm not sure. You, well, the last thing I want to say before we go into this week's draft, you know who's slowly creeping up? Like, so Florida's in that last spot now. Yeah. You know who's sleep, sleeping and and just woke up and, and could possibly steal that spot? You're, dude, the Sabres, bro. Yeah, we I talked about that before. No, no, but they're like actually in the realm now. It's yeah. they're, they're two games back, two games in hand, and tomorrow night they play the Panthers. They literally... If they win that game, they're a game back with a game in hand. It's or yeah, it's going to be exciting. You know, I thought since December they were going to find a way to make it, but I, I still don't. I still don't think Buffalo has been consistent enough to to play well enough to get into the playoffs. I think it's Florida and the Islanders. The Islanders look really good too uh, lately. But that's it for fan questions. Um, do you want to go into the draft? Yeah, let's do it. There's, I think somebody's getting murdered outside or something. Yeah, let's go into the draft. This week we got a pretty fun one. Uh, it is a five-round draft. If you could go to dinner with any five people of all time, so one person per round, who would they be? And I will even be so nice since you're so sunburnt and let you go first. Well, I think everyone knows my first answer, and uh, it shouldn't be a surprise. No, it's a little dicky. That's my first answer wild uh no, he's my hero i've said it on here multiple times I, little dicky's like my idol 
And season it. three of Dave actually comes out on Wednesday. Hi, I'm Dave. Um, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's not that crazy. Mine, do you know who mine would be? Number one. No. Chance the Rapper, baby. That's really? Dude, Chance the Rapper's my fucking guy. I don't know that. Yeah, he's my. He's well, my I knew you liked him. I, I didn't know you liked him like so much as a person. I knew you like his music. Oh yeah, dude, he's he's the fucking man. I love his music. I love everything about him. He's just the man. Yeah, he'd be he for sure. Like if I can get. Oh, this is also dead or alive, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, my answers are gonna suck. No, I'm not gonna be like serious. Anybody, dude, it's it's Chance. Mm-hmm. All right, you're up. I mean, I think for number two, gotta go Adam Sandler. That's a pretty Got good it. one, dude. I didn't even think of the Sandman. That's a pretty really? good one. Funny enough, last night we watched uh, Murder Mystery 2, or sorry, Friday mm-hmm. night. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I never actually, even saw the first one. I, oh, I don't watch his, I don't watch his Netflix movie. His Netflix movies suck. They I mean, I watched Hustle. So no, it was actually, dude, Hustle was sick, man. Yeah. Hustle was sick. Um, all right, cool. I think number two, honestly, this is tough for me, but I think I'm going to go Aaron Judge. I think I would love, I think he's just probably a cool ass dude, and I would love to just grab dinner with him. Uh, so yeah, be a cool time. What do you, what's your mindset for this? Like, I, I don't know if I want to hear, like, I don't know if I want to go like serious vibe or like fun dinner vibe, like go any type of vibe, ask. like go, go like your idols, like people you yeah. love, like a dinner that would be fun as hell that you that would just have some crazy stories. Like, I feel or, like we're going to judge by listeners though. If we don't say like a fucking president or, you know, someone who I'm changed for the world. sure not saying a president. Yeah. I mean, listen, would it be fucking cool to like, I don't know, grab dinner with Ronald Reagan or some shit. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but, but, um, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying people who like, you know, mean something yeah. to me. So yeah, no, I agree with that. So, uh, to that point, James acid rapper. I don't know. I don't know who I want to say. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to keep it to just like entertainment or, or Oh, I gotta say Wayne Gretzky. Like, who the fuck am I kidding? Wayne Gretzky. Okay. I'm yeah. going, you're, you're, you suck. Um, no, I'm going with the King because he's the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Big old Hank. Um, I just think he'd have some awesome stories to share and, you know, I'd love to pick his brain a little bit at dinner. Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm going Hank. Five is hard. Um, I'm trying to think like outside the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say Bruce Springsteen. I guess Bruce Springsteen would be good. Yeah, why can't uh, you say Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, again, I'll say, I'll say Bruce Springsteen. Probably some fucking Springsteen. crazy stories, bro. Yeah. I'll go Bruce. He's actually, I, I don't really read a lot of books, but uh, Bruce's Born to Run book is probably one of the three or four books I've read in the last 20 years. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't read books ever. So I like want to say Leo DiCaprio because he's my favorite actor of all time and I fucking love him, but I might bang my head against a wall if like he's just talking about climate change the whole dinner. So <laughs> just, um, granted, you know, climate change, let's, let's get this shit done. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I can't stand people who just leave shit all over the city. It actually drives me nuts, like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, do I want to say Leo? No, nah, I feel like you know I'll come back. I'll come back to to my actor one. I think I'm gonna go with Bill Burr because That's I would just one. be fucking laughing the entire dinner, like you know, like a nice Italian dinner with Bill Burr, and just have him fucking make me spit up my noodles as I'm fucking eating them. That's kind of the vibe I was going to go toward too. I was going to say um, Seth MacFarlane is my last. I'm one. surprised you didn't say Sebastian Maniscalco, bro. That's your guy. Yeah. He's. I, I love his stand-up comedy, but like sitting at dinner with him, I don't think would be like such a. You know, it'd be cool. He's he's a good storyteller, but I think like Seth MacFarlane, you know, the amount of shit he's created is awesome. Like I'd love to to talk to him. Would you Would you want him to dress up as Stewie, Peter, or Ted? Ted, for sure. Nice. I, nice. I I want him to make like thirty Ted movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think awesome. those are the funniest movies ever. I'm kind of pissed you said Adam Sandler because that's a really good one. 
Mm-hmm. Like I could go Jerry Seinfeld because it would just be so funny, but I don't want to do another. Um, I know we're kind of keeping it in the same. You know, here. you know who I'm going to say? Who's this is this is this was my guy, even though I've never met him or seen him or in concert because he's dead, but he's my guy. Dude, I would love to have a fucking dinner with Biggie Smalls. I, mm-hmm. I actually love all music, to be honest, except for like maybe like heavy death metal. But um, but yeah, I I, I lean I lean a little bit more towards like rap and house um, or like like chill music like John Mayer. Mm-hmm. So oh, John Mayer would be a good one wide, too. Wide range, wide range. Yeah. I, I don't think we did a good job here though. I don't okay, know. I you want to like, do something else? No, no. I, I think I think it's it's fair that it's like our own choice of dinner. I just feel like if okay, you know. I mean, who do you think would be the coolest people like in general to have dinner with? Like, I mean, the coolest people in general. Yeah, like the um, like fucking Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. That no, be a like, one. here's some wild stories from Jordan that guy. Belfort. I wouldn't want to have dinner with Jordan Belfort. Fuck that guy. Oh, okay. Who's like the, who's like the coolest guy ever? Like, I feel like there's. Like Bieber, dude. I'd love to have dinner with Bieber. He's so cool. Yeah. You think so? Uh, no, no, I love Biebs. I yeah, love he's the man. He needs to put out a new album right now, dude. Him I'm trying to think of like, like actual people that changed the world. Like who would be cool to talk to like in history, you know? Ma- like Martin Luther King would be fucking crazy. Or like Muhammad That'd Ali cool. or something like that. Yeah, Martin um, Luther King would be cool. Yeah, we'll, 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 do, we'll do a better one next week. We kind of just threw this one together. But this week's slate, we have a couple games. Uh, the season is coming to an end. And uh, we got the Lightning on Wednesday. We have the Blues on Thursday. And we have the Blue Jackets on Saturday. So Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. game against the Lightning. What are you going with, John? I can't even remember like, the games against Tampa this year. Uh, we won them all, I think. Or may- Oh, no, no, no. Didn't we lose one in OT? I honestly just, like, I don't even remember. Like, I, I just physically don't remember those games. Well, we but played I, in the I, first game of the season and smoked them. So that game. Yeah. We didn't smoke them. It was like 3-2. Three one. It was five two. What are you talking about? Really? Yeah, dude. Man, fuck. I don't remember. But yeah, I think we've had Tampa's number. You know, I think it's gonna be a, a four two, three one, low scoring, but like mid scoring kind of game. Wait, I'm so wrong. It was three to one. My bad. Yeah, it was I knew it was a low scoring game. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. But yeah, I think um, like a three to one, four two, that kind of game for the Rangers. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna go three to I'm gonna go three to two. Three to two Rangers, and that's that's gonna go to OT. Um, Blues, Blues Thursday. That's a late game. That's eight o'clock. Yes, not late, but that's eight. I think St. Louis right now is actually playing against Boston. Blues are kind of a mess. Dude, right they're now, a mess, but... bro. They're missing playoffs. They're done. Yeah, they're uh, done. crazy. We should we should win that game also. But I think that's like a for some reason I I feel like I'm gonna get a low scoring game in that game, even though they've kind of been a mess defensively. Yeah. Uh, but I see that game like even maybe being a shutout, like a two nothing, three nothing shutout for the Rangers. Really? Okay. Yeah. But I think I, I think Halak's gonna start both these games. Halak's gonna start both these games. Okay. I think like the, I think, the Blues game and the Columbus game. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I'm gonna go six to three Rangers. I think it's gonna be high scoring. Well, is, is Buchnevich back? I know he was hurt for a while. He he's having a pretty good season. He has like sixty six points in like fifty nine games or something like that. I think but, he's um, back. Is he playing right now? I don't know. But um. All right, and then lastly, Columbus. No, he's not. He's hurt right now. What's your What's your Columbus vibe? That game, I think, is gonna be high scoring. I actually see that one being like six five, five four. Uh, I think that one's gonna be very high scoring. Columbus 
really bad defensively. We saw the Rangers kind of dominate them last week at home ice. Yeah, uh, I think that one's definitely a shit show in a barn. You think burner. it's gonna be six to five, dude? You think they're gonna put up five on us? I think I think Halak's gonna play both games. I think it'll be the second night of a back to back, and you know, just a tough tough thing to do play back to back games. Damn. All right. I mean, I'm gonna go like five to one Rangers. I think we're gonna smoke them, and you know, a good week from us. I think we're gonna go three and zero, oh, and then. You know, get get some momentum like we need, uh, dude. Do you think Johnny's re- Goodrow is regretting his decision to go to Columbus? No, nah, I, I know he so. got the bag, obviously, but yeah, I don't think so. I think you know they've had a lot of injuries too and, and goaltending so issues, but they're so fucking bad. But if they get Connor Bedard next year, like who knows? That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be crazy, dude. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's it. Um, you know, next next week we have a a pretty exciting interview. Uh, with you know, as as Johnny said, a member of of both the fire department and the uh, police department in New York uh, to hype up the big uh, NYPD uh, FDNY game, and it was a really good interview. And uh, you know, keep keep tuning in. We'll we'll get some uh, good guests lined up. I have an announcement I think coming out a little bit later this week, so I'm excited to post that. And uh, it is Ranger related, so stay tuned on that also. But um, yeah, that's gonna wrap up this week, Cody. Send it off, brother. LFGR. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.